Hey, John Harris here with the Rock Metal Podcast. Join me as we get to go behind the scenes into what goes into producing records and making music as we interview some of our favorite and soon-to-be favorite bands. Today we're chatting with Nilo Seven of the band Insomnium. For fans of Omnium, Gatherum, Dark Tranquility, and Amorphous, we'll be chatting about Insomnium's new album, Anno 1696, mixed by Jamie Gomez Orellano of Oregon Studios and mastered by Tony Lindgren of Fascination Street Studios. We'll get to hear the story about how all of that came to be, living a life filled with passion, and so much more. So please stay tuned to the very end. But first, let's check in with our beautiful sponsors. Asher Media Relations, doing public relations for everything loud. For your band needs to be seen and heard in print, online, and radio, head over to ashermediarelations.com. That's ashermediarelations.com. Mention the Rock Metal Podcast and get your band noticed. Syndical Music is a full-service agency for musicians offering record label services, marketing, branding, production, and management. Head over to syndicalmusic.com. That's syndicalmusic.com. S-Y-N-D-I-C-O-L music.com. Mention the Rock Metal Podcast and take your music career to the next level. Nilo, thank you so much for coming on today. Go ahead and say hello to all of our beautiful listeners. Hello, this is my pleasure. Absolutely, an incredible pleasure to have you on. Now, Nilo, this album, Anno 1696, what was the greatest moment for you producing this record? Probably when it was finished. And finally, uh, because the process was long. We recorded 11 songs, 75 minutes of music, and the mixing process, well, it took a while and mastering on top, on top of that so it took well something like i don't know three to four months that we very intensely intensively worked for the album so when it was finally re- ready of course the feeling was was good we were satisfied with with everything how, how it sound sounds how it came together and uh, now the feedback is uh, start, starting to come in. People are, have heard the song. Some some of you guys have heard the whole album and read the story, and uh, people seem to be enthusiastic. So, looking good at the moment. Absolutely, and we're going to get back to that story in a little bit. The greatest moment for you producing the record was finally finishing it. It was a long process, 75 minutes of music. You mentioned that the mixing process took a while. Uh, what was the intention, if that makes sense? What was the intention with the mix it makes sense because we had a vision there <laughs> the story required music that is very cold dark kind of harsh uh, even bl- blackened at least on our standards some black metalish influences and uh, compared to the production of what we had with hearts like grave we wanted it to be a bit more raw organic maybe a bit more 90s so we we found this guy James Gomez Arellano. He's from Colombia, but he's been living in UK for, for a long time. And he has done albums for Paradise Lost, Moonspell, and, and many more. And we really like those albums and the sound he has been doing. It's not this, it's not a modern metal sound that would be kind of too compressed and, and too, Pro Tools and Polished, it's it's more organic and it sounds more real. And that's what we wanted to achieve. 
And that's what we thought will fit this album now. That's why we cho- chose that guy. Yeah, and by that guy, Jamie Gomez Arellano has worked with Paradise Lost and Moonspell. You liked those albums, and you felt, we don't need any more Pro Tools. We don't need any more compression. We want a more organic, more real sound, which I appreciate totally 100%. And the story itself, Anno 1696, required music, and it does. I read the short story. It requires music that is cold, dark, harsh, and blackened, as you said, by insomnium standards. Now, you mentioned that it was a long process to work on the album. What was the biggest challenge for you on this record, Nilo? Well, since it's a concept album and I was in charge of the lyrics and, of course, the story is mine. So it's a bit more trickier than your standard album where you just have a collection of songs and stories. But... uh if you have a bigger story that's past the whole album, you really have to think carefully how the, how the all the arc goes and the song order and how do you so you have to build build it differently. It's a more delicate process. So and you have to pretty early kind of lock that this this song is going to be number one now and this is going to be the last one because the story has to start and end in in, in the right way. And uh, so it is more complex to build build a concept album. But uh, if you do it well, I believe it's very rewarding for the listener because I like concept albums. And I think all in this band, we, we like concept albums. And uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, you mentioned the story a couple of times. And, and in that response, <clears throat> you mentioned Nilo having to, or getting to rather, write the story and then write the lyrics and build the the concept album with the story arc. And part of me wants to say, well, that sounds so easy. You know the story. You know how it's supposed to go. But it that obviously isn't that easy. And reading the story and reading the lyrics, it's like, I just want to say, you're a genius. Like, how did how did you do that? And it's not every day that I get handed a short story to talk about an album. So let's maybe take a couple minutes and talk about this story. Um, what was the inspiration to go this direction? We, we've done this before that we have a short story with, with the album with Winter's Gate. And I think with that, we kind of bought our artistic freedom. So we can, we can do what we want and we don't have to be afraid. We can try things. And, uh, and now I had this idea already in 2019 about this story set in 17th century Europe. I talked it with the guys back then, but, uh, then COVID started messed up all the plans and we ended up doing this EP first but already at that point we had the idea that this concept album is next and it's gonna be quite the EP was kind of soft mellow collection of ballads so to say but uh, we knew the next album is gonna be more brutal and, and dark again and I finished the story quite early then and the guys ready they they liked it and we agreed okay let's make the album from this story now and then we really started composing music that would fit this story. So it really became a soundtrack for this specific story. It's not just a collection of songs or a collection of random ideas. But like most of the music is composed after the story was finished. And I think you can hear it. And like we have four composers in the band, but the story helped us kind of get into the same mood and mindset when, when making music and so it all came together then then after that quite easily that all all the songs that all the all the guys were bringing to the table they already sounded like okay this this will fit the 
this will fit the story. There's, there were only like a couple of demos that we kind of left out that, okay, let's see with the next album. Maybe this fits better there. But uh, yeah, originally this idea where it came from, like I've, I've been a fan of uh, 17th century history for some time. It's a really, really interesting period, kind of, kind of era, uh, between eras, kind of. There are a lot of conflicts there. There are wars. Religion and science are fighting. The, the witch hunts are there. And then the, there hap happens to be this very cold period as well. Like it's one of the coldest centuries of what we know. And, and what actually caused this great famine in the north, this great hunger in, in 1696, 97 was there were some volcanoes erupting, at least in Iceland that we know which caused that climate was in the north was, well, fucked up for a couple of years. It was really cold. All the harvest was gone. People had nothing to eat. It was a total disaster. So uh, very dark times, proper material for a dramatic story. So I think that's how how it started in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good material for a, a nice proper insomnium record, you could say. Yes. <laughs> Man, volcanoes in Iceland going off. I remember reading something about that in the, in the story, which is, you know, and then I read that it, uh, a lot of this, the stuff that we're reading in the story, so we know, or, or is told actually happened, which is crazy, yes. to, crazy to think about. Yeah. Like the, although these incidents and facts that are mentioned and these persons, they are real real stuff from history and I, I did quite a lot of research to like get the facts right and uh, it was funny thing yesterday we had an interview here in Finland there was a journalist and then there was a historian from the university who had read the story and she said actually the lyrics are so good that she will use them and show them to the to her stud students because they represent the 17th century world so well and I was like wow well this is the best compliment like <laughs> ever <laughs> And thank you. Like I have, have the stamp of approval now on my short story. That it's good stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. That's the best compliment I think anybody could receive. Uh, yes, yes, it is. I'm really, really happy about that. Mm -hmm. uh, going back to the the more organic sound, the more '90s esque sound. We talked a little bit about the mixing, but I was actually curious. Thinking as we were chatting. Did any kind of equipment in the studio change, like when you guys were recording or writing the record to to at the source get more of a '90s sound? Uh, well, with the drums, for example, Jamie Gomez Arellano, he doesn't use samples at all, so they are real drum sounds, and that's kind of rare nowadays. Mm -hmm. And uh, same thing with guitars; it's the signal we recorded ourselves in the studio so they are not reamped guitars and that is also starts to be rare nowadays like usually all these star producers they have their own kind of standard drum and guitar sound and then all the albums they make they, they sound a bit the same because of that but now <laughs> we actually already in the studio we spend a lot of time to have the best possible drum sound and the best possible guitar sound. And it wasn't changed afterwards to something else. 
which has happened many times, but, but now <laughs> we knew what, it, what it's going to be. And it's amazing how much this has become not the norm in metal. Uh, you know, you don't have any drum samples in your record. They're real drums. And even the guitar takes are as they were, out of the microphone and into the preamp. It's super cool to have a vision like that to say, hey, let's kind of go back to the 90s a bit. Something more raw, something more organic. More to come, but let's go ahead and check in with our beautiful sponsors. Two Madsen is responsible for producing, mixing, and mastering some of the best metal for over the last 20 years. From Meshuggah to The Haunted to Poison Black, Kemper Profiler packs for guitar players, and Easy Drummer expansion packs for programming drums. Two Madsen can take your production to a level previously unheard. Head over to twomadsen.com. That's twomadsen.com. T-U-E-M-A-D-S-E-N. Click contact, Fill out the info for your next project and let two know that the Rock Metal Podcast sent you. Wormhole Death is a modern record label publishing and film production company born in 2008. Getting signed to this label means global distribution, publishing, and marketing with Wormhole Death's roster of global partnerships. Head over to wormholedeath.com. That's wormholedeath.com. Submit your band and let them know the Rock Metal Podcast sent you. How would you define success at this stage of your career? That I'm, I can do what I really love. For living, but it's how I spend my days. That is how I define success. Because uh, if I would be a multi-billionaire, I would still do the same thing. I would write stories and I would make music because this is my passion. Like, so I've, I've, I'm very fortunate. I know it. And uh, for a band to get this far, you need all you need luck. There are many good bands that for, for many different reasons, they, they just don't get anywhere or they end up quitting or, or whatever. But we've been here 26 years and uh, still I feel we have a lot to give where we're going. I feel we're going forward and there are still places where we can go. Uh, like South America, we haven't been there and it's something, of course, I still want to experience. And uh, there are... Still people out there who haven't heard of Insomnium, so there is something we can still conquer. But uh, yeah, success is how you spend your days. Like it doesn't matter how rich you are, but if you have to do the kind of work that you don't like, you have to spend all your waking hours doing something you don't actually like. What do you do with all that money? Like. Like this kind of freedom and you can do what you really love. That, that, that is, I think that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's why they end up spending all that money on silly, frivolous things that get them into trouble. Yes. And like kind of trying to fill some void inside that's, of course, not going to solve the real problems. <laughs> no, yeah. no. 26 years, man. Okay. You're making me feel old now, Nilo. Sorry. <laughs> I remember seeing the elder on uh, Yahoo music videos or something. So back in the day before YouTube, really, I used to watch music videos on rotation on, on Yahoo. And I remember the elder came up and I was like frozen. I was like, this is what I've always ever wanted to hear. What what is happening here? And then I went to Amazon because, you know, you bought CDs back then. <laughs> <laughs> went to Amazon and bought the CD and is kind of like the rest is history, right? But from the elder to Lillian, 26 years, getting the chance to do what you want to do. What What's that like? What would you, what kind of advice maybe would you give your younger self who is recording the elder? Like, is, is it kind of even impressive to you? Like the guy who was sitting there recording the elder 
is now able to do this for a living 26 years later? Yeah, I don't know if the younger Nila would believe that. <laughs> I, uh, because back then, I didn't even have this idea in my mind that I could do this for a living. It, it was so far away. We were just a young band. We were students, basically. And of course, the idea was to study and get a get a normal, decent job and go on and have this band hobby there. But uh, at some point, when things progressed, we realized, okay, we can actually make a living with this. So it seems. So the tours got bigger and bigger and we got more fans. And it all happened slowly. Uh, but uh message to younger Nila, I don't know. Try not to stress too much about everything. <laughs> probably. Yeah, pace yourself. It's you know, kind of like you mentioned you know earlier. There's there's a lot of bands that just for whatever reason you know don't make it or they quit or whatever, and then you know here you are, 26 years later. So just do what you love and pace yourself, and you know. Yeah, that that is very important. Like do do what you love and be really honest and true to yourself always when when doing the music, and that is the key. Like if you try to calculate, if you try to please people or do radio friendly or any, if you think about that too much, it will, people will sense it and it doesn't feel so real. And so be true to yourself and really do what kind of music you, you want to do. Of course, that applies to everything in life. Like, <laughs> life is so goddamn short. Do what you want. And that's it. <laughs> Really, because you're not going to get a second chance. No, absolutely not. Life is so goddamn short. Do what you want. Have passion. And yeah, like you mentioned, 26 years ago, just a student studying to get a normal, decent job. Things progressed. Tours got bigger and bigger. You made more money. You started to take advantage of that opportunity. Yeah. Very cool. What's the number one thing that you would like people listening in to do? Is that head over to a particular website, watch the music videos, read the short story? What would you like? What's the number one thing you want people to do? It could even be a soulful message, like be happy. Well, that's something. my message to everyone. Like, like Bill Murray said that life is so goddamn short. Do what you want. But like, if, if somebody doesn't know insomnia, I think it's easy way to start is to go check out some, some of our music videos from, from YouTube and see if, if, if you like them or not. And, uh, that, that's a good place to start, of course. And, and nowadays, of course, Spotify and other streaming platforms, it's easy to find our stuff there and, and check them out. And, and lyrics are all also listed in, in the internet in many places. So you can, you can read, read it easily there. But, uh, so it's easier nowadays than, than in the nineties to find new music and, and all, all that's cool stuff. <laughs> Don't have to wait out for uh, MTV to to come around with the music video anymore. Yeah, yeah. Then you have the recorder ready. Like, is, is there going to be some cool video? And I'm going to record it now. And it was so different. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'll be honest with you. I even miss it a little bit myself. Yeah, me too. But yeah, go ahead and head over to the rockmetalpodcast.ca for today's show notes. There you'll be able to see music videos, links, uh, transcript, all the extra goodies from today's episode. Make sure you can go ahead and stay in touch with everything Insomnium. And if you've never heard of Insomnium before, then go listen to the freaking record. All right. Well, Nilo, thank you so much for coming on today to the Rock Metal Podcast. Thank you. It's my pleasure. That's it for this episode of the Rock Metal Podcast. 
Stay tuned because next week we're going to be chatting with Fleur Jansen of the band Nightwish in her new solo album, Paragon. She decided to take a more pop-infused approach musically on the record, opening herself to both pop and metal fans alike. Go ahead and hit subscribe in your podcast player, share it with your friends, and I'll see you next week.